This is episode 39. In this episode, you'll meet Arturo Gonzalez Jr., a co-founder of Sigue Luchando and the owner of RT Printing Services. Listen to his story of growing up, working in his dad's t-shirt business, to now owning his own company and brand. Hope you enjoy it! Hello, hello! I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate. Bienvenidos! It's a podcast where Latinx business owners share stories of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. I believe consumers want to support businesses they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. Also, join me on my business mindfulness series where I share business tips and activities that will help you grow and sustain your business. So please subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Hello, everyone. So welcome to another episode of Relate and Elevate. And today I am uh, at a very special location. I am at the production center of Sigue Luchando. And I have the owner here, or co-owner of Sigue Luchando. You want to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, co-owner here, uh, Arturo Gonzalez Jr. Here uh, with uh, Sigue Luchando and here to talk about how we started so, um, before we talk about that, can you explain a little bit, like, the machines that are around here that you use? There's, like, a few different machines, and maybe just talk about, like, the process. And, oh, can you explain what Sigue Luchando is? <laughs> yeah, I, I could briefly uh, describe it a bit. Um, Sigue Luchando basically is uh, to keep fighting, keep pushing. Um, everyone's fighting their battles, uh, political, social, economic, doesn't matter, um, it can go for anyone, just not, it doesn't have to be a, you know, Latino or Latina. It could be Asian, white, black, everyone. Um, so we're all trying to put our, our best foot forward and just keep striving. Um, that's basically it. Um, you can't stop. You just got to keep going. Yeah, I really like that saying. So when people say, oh, good luck. I'm like, I don't really believe in luck. I really believe in luchando, right? Yeah. Like, instead of saying good luck to each other, I really feel we should all say, sigue luchando, right? Because, like, we, <laughs> we create our own reality, right? At least that's what I believe. Um, so when I was in my master's program, people would say, oh, good luck. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't believe in luck because luck didn't get me to my master's program right like it was me and my struggles so I'm gonna tell you struggle on so I so <laughs> sigue luchando is that I totally agree you know struggle on like make it happen you know keep working for it keep fighting for it so we're, we're always gonna have our uh, obstacles in front of us so uh, there's nothing that no one else is gonna do for you that you shouldn't be able to do for yourself um, and that's that's the main focus so you um, you created a brand uh, based on Sigue Luchando, and mm -hmm. now what do you... So you do all the screen printing here, right? And um, Currently. So, so can you explain all these machines here? Uh, yes. Uh, so this machine here is a, it's a manual screen printer. It's six colors, and you have four, uh, 
four it's called four heads that you can you know put the t-shirt on and depending on how many colors you can you know I'll put 10 to you know a few hundred uh, by the hour mm. and uh, this is a dryer here so once you put the ink on the shirt you have to put it through the dryer it has to cure at a certain degree um, for plastic ink for mm. the most part that we use here uh, behind you is the um, the screen burner. You burn the image on the screen, wash it out, and then that's what allows the image to get put on the t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a process. Uh, you could be here all day just cleaning, prepping, um, designing everything. So um, you put as many hours as you want into it, and you get out what you put in. Hmm. Basically. So, before we move on to getting more into details, I have a little icebreaker so we can get to know you personally, personally a little bit better. What is your favorite food? Um, hmm, it's a tough one. I'm gonna go with pizza. I like pizza a lot. Like what kind of pizza? It could be anything. It could be cheese. It could be pepperoni. Up to combination. So, I'm I'm not picky with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite pizza place? Uh, let's see. It was Mr. Pizza Man since it was down the street. <laughs> um, but they kind of changed ownership and uh, changed the uh, the product a little bit, so it's no longer there. Um, I like Toto's. It's in San Bruno. Yes, yeah. me too. Toto's good. <laughs> my son, my son was like, "Mom, why don't we just move to LA?" I was like, "Uh, do you want to move to LA?" He's like, "Well, actually, no. Let's just live here because they don't have Toto's in LA." <laughs> <laughs> but then LA has tacos, so that's my second runner-up right there. I can go pizza for tacos, and tacos every day. Yeah. Have you seen that pizza with tacos on it in New York? There's this place in New York that has like a pizza, and then they put tacos on it. Seriously, and then they put like... I don't know if I'm a fan of that. Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know if I want to see it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll see. I'll send, I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Uh, black. Ooh, uh, what's the most recent book you've read? Huh. Um, we're going back years here. Um, I can't even remember. So, don't read much. <laughs> uh, just go to work and uh, <laughs> come back here and work. But uh, I should read uh, a little bit more, but I don't know what's a good book that you recommend. It depends what you want. If you want it, like, about life, about yourself, about just a story, like a fictional story, about what, I don't know. I have a lot of I have books. You can come to my library and check what I'll check out your library. After, after I graduated, I just didn't want to see another book. I'm oh, like, okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that's it. it. You're that's like, it. too much reading in college. Too much reading. That's it. Uh, I put my time in. Uh, now it's time to work. I go through periods of reading book. So the last time I read a book probably was, I want to say, last year. Or maybe I finished it at the beginning of this year. But... For like two to three years, I went hard on reading books, like all kinds of books that I could read on like self-help, about life, about 
money, about money management, about um, women, about women business owners, like all kinds of things. And then I stopped. But before that, yeah, I was in my master's program and I read a lot. So then I took a break. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Okay, what's the last song you listened to? It was uh, The weekend. Uh, it came on the radio. It was his, uh, his new song, uh, Heartless. Heartless? Yeah. Was it just the song you listened to on the radio or you like like it? or? It's cool. Yeah. It's a cool song. I like The weekend. His older stuff more than newer. But that's with any singer or artist. I usually like their, like their first album or their first EP. And after that, it kind of gets, you know, kind of commercialized and... It's not their original mm. um, craft or product, but yeah, I still like them. So if you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would that be? Dead or alive? I uh, never thought about that. Let's see. Maybe Diego Rivera. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How come? Uh, he seemed, well... For one, he liked uh, he liked art. He was passionate about it. Um, from what I read and what I've heard, he's a very charismatic, um, very down to earth people person. And uh, yeah, I think he'd be. I think we would get along. <laughs> hmm. That's a cool person too. Okay, and last personal question. Tell us something that only a handful of people know about you, but that you're willing to share <laughs> with yeah, more than uh, a handful of people. That, that's, a, that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Only a handful. I've traveled to, uh, to Amsterdam to play soccer as a, as a, as a youth, around 12 years old. Oh, cool. Bay Area Select Team. So that's cool. Not, not too many people know that unless you're you were on my team or kind of close. How was it like to be in Amsterdam when you were twelve? Uh, I. I really didn't know how to uh, how to grasp it. I mean, of course, Amsterdam. I recently went there again, uh, with a better understanding of, the culture and the city. Uh, it's big on uh, marijuana and, uh, yeah. There's a red light district, mm -hmm. so as a kid. Uh, we're just walking down the street, and then uh, I thought it was a mannequin, and then all of a sudden they start moving, and then the coaches kind of like rush us out, like, "Hey guys, come on over here, come on over here," <laughs> not knowing where we were at and what was going on. But oh yeah, my gosh, it was, uh, it was interesting. But um, they take their soccer very seriously over there. Um, it's like little stadiums for for the youth. Uh, they have their restaurants, their grasses immaculate it's like carpet uh professionals um unlike you know here i was down the street orange park you have your your divots here and you know you gotta watch out for your ankles because you, you'll sprain it get fast. hurt in the game not because of another player but because yeah, of the because pothole of, because of where you, because of the holes in the grass because of where you put your foot so oh, uh it's very different but uh it was a blast uh it was a trip uh you know of course i'll always remember um but yeah, it was good times. It was a good experience. And I'm very fortunate for that. That's cool. Well, thank you for sharing. So now we're going to talk about um, identity and culture, cultural identity. So how do you self-identify? Uh, I identify as a, 
a clothing brand. Um, I'm Latino, so of course I'm gonna, you know, put my roots into it. Um, of course, the name itself is something I strongly believe in. Uh, it's where I come from. It's something that I admire from from our people because I think we are very hard workers, mm-hmm. um, including my parents, my grandparents. Um, obviously, they came here for a purpose, uh, for a better life, and to provide that for, you know, my grandpa, my dad, myself as well. Um, so that's how I identify, and that's what I want to put out there is basically that message. Um, so, I mean, that, that's what I want to identify myself as. I want to put our, our work, our mottos, our sayings, um, anything I could that I can relate to that, of course, I like. Um, I want to put it out there, and when I see people that wear it and they feel the same way, it just, uh, just makes me happy. So, I actually want to mention that when I see people look at your brand, look at your shirts, look at your items, and and also this happened to me too, when I saw it, like, sigue luchando, like, it actually, it, like, I think it really, like, touches people, like, it co- people connect with it because they understand that they're, like you said, there is a struggle. There always is a struggle. And it's just a reminder, like, just keep going, right? Yeah, uh, I totally agree. And that's and that's what I hope I, I get out of, you know, I'm glad I got that reaction from you and whoever else I can get that reaction from because that was my intention. That's my point of uh, starting this clothing brand is to just get that message out. I mean, it doesn't matter who we are, just we're we're battling for something else, for something better. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, it could be political. We're fighting that right now. Uh, social, economic. We're living in San Francisco where a lot of people are getting pushed out uh, because of the rent. Um, prices of homes, 1.5, 2 million for a, um, you know, two, three bedroom. Um, and it's tough. And we're all getting pushed out. So everyone's fighting for something, even health, you know. You know People, you know, get diseases, um, pass away, and just, you're never going to, no one's going to fight that battle for you besides yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. And you just got to get up every day. And what I think is, you know, just put the luchador mask on and, you know, fight your battles and, you know, keep going. Just do it. Get it done. (laughs) So what does cultural identity mean to you? Uh, cultural identity means to me, I mean, of course we're all going to relate to how we grew up, where we're from. Um, it's kind of like home, like there's no place like home. So you're always going to favor that rather than another culture or identity. Um, but it just means embracing where you're from and, and actually knowing where you're from. Because uh, not a lot, well, I want to say the majority of us we embrace it, but there's, you know, always going to be someone or some people that kind of forget where they came from or um, don't embrace it or, or are kind of, I guess, ashamed, I want to mm-hmm. say. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, you know, totally the opposite of how I feel and uh, how I was raised. Uh, we're raised to be, you know, proud of where you're from, of what you do, uh, and of who you are. And... Um, 
use that to, you know, kind of put out into the world and, and just, you know, keep it going because, um, like I said, you, you can forget where you come from if you don't, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to, you know, learn a little bit more every day, but for the most part, I got a good uh, grasp of, um, you know, where my family's from, um, the kind of people they are, and uh, what they want to do. And it's basically just, you know, just be better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, once you know better, do better, right? Yes. So, um, we already talked a lot about your brand and what it stands for and how it came about, but what specifically do you sell? What products do you sell? What services do you offer? And where? Where do you sell them? Uh, we have a online website it's uh, cluchannel.com um, you can find our online store there uh, if you're local here in South San Francisco um, stop by my house and pick it up <laughs> <laughs> or I can uh, I can drop them off too but uh, for the most part yeah uh, if you're not from that area online um, but just yeah mainly from home and just word of mouth and hey you have a t-shirt here you have a sweater there and yeah how many do you need and <laughs> how can I get them to you uh, but yeah, just t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, hats, for the most part, just uh, apparel um, for now. And so you have different um, graphics on there. So most of your shirts say Sigue Luchando, but you have other graphics on there. Can you talk about those? Uh, sure. So the graphic that I'm wearing right now, it's a, uh, it's a paleta uh, with a luchador mask in the middle. Um Kind of the emphasis on that and how that came about was uh, the struggle of the paleteros. Um, they work very hard. They, you know, walk miles and miles and miles all to sell ice cream to their neighborhood. Um, you know, and as a kid, um, when I used to, you know, hear their bells, I'd be like, you know, boom, let's go. <laughs> if I don't have a dollar, I'm asking someone for a dollar. Because mm-hmm. um, I... You know, like every kid, you want to get your uh, your ice cream. Um, I named that first uh, the first T-shirt with that design, Dollar Dreams. Uh, not because it's, you know, you want to have a million bucks as a kid, just because all it takes is a dollar, you get an ice cream, and then you basically, as a kid, you want to be what you want to be. Um, whereas when you grow up, you worry about insurance, you worry about, you know, health, you worry about bills and it kind of gets taken away from you so I'm trying to uh, get that back Um, when I was a kid maybe you want to be I wanted to be a soccer player Um, people want to be different things you know Um, doctors lawyers but as a kid that's all that you had in mind and to me that ice cream uh, signifies that because you want to fight for basically what you what you want to be um, so that's how that came about and of course the luchador mask is you're gonna be fighting for what you want to do um, but yeah the paletero to me is uh, he's a hustler uh, he's a grinder and they sell a bug just to make ends meet and put food on the table for their family mm-hmm. um, so that's basically um, the story behind that that design and that t-shirt um but yeah that's about it 
So you also have um, a lawnmower. I do. Um, so that, that lawnmower, same thing. Um, so the paletero, we all have different, we all have hardworking jobs uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's what we're known for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my cousin who's a part of this, they have a, a janitorial business. So it's not, uh, you know, a desk job. Um, you're out there, you're picking up, you know, garbage, you're, you're, yeah, you're doing hard labor. And for that, uh, for that one t-shirt, uh, for the lawnmower, um, I put the motto, keep your grass cut. Um, and that can go in any way you'd like to, to put it. Um, but to me, keep your grass cut means just take care of your surroundings, watch out for yourself, watch out for your family, um, watch out for anything that, you know, trying to uh, hold you down or, or pull you back um, so that's basically the whole meaning behind keep your grass cut and you know like I said the lawnmowers out there they're they're out there you know six in the morning to eight at night they're mowing other people's lawns and picking up trash and doing what they have to do as well um, working by any means just to yeah provide for the family At the end of the day it's just we provide for our family, um, and that's the number one thing that, in, in any any person, I think that's the number one quality is like how well you want to provide for your family, um, and you will do whatever you have to do, even if it's a you know if you work twelve hours, sixteen hours, uh, if it's a hard working job, you know, construction workers, um, anyone, uh, you know the maids and and hotels and you know mm-hmm. casinos like you know, I'm fortunate enough to to have traveled a bit and you know everyone that I've seen that's you know done the bed has been you know a minority mm-hmm. um, so it's just my hat goes off to them and they're doing what they have to do to you know pay rent and eat mm. I'm now envisioning like different, <laughs> a maid. <laughs> no, a different and like different levels. Like you have a paletero, you have a lawnmower, so like something to symbolize the janitor or the janitorial or cleaning services and yeah. maybe a hotel cart with all mm. the supply. I don't know. You're way more creative with that stuff than me and your cousin too, but <laughs> just like seeing all these things to symbolize the people that make the world function. Yeah. That don't get credit. That's us. Um, yeah, I could picture myself like, well, not myself, but designing a uh, maybe a maid with the with the lady luchador mask and you know mm. ponytail and I don't know with some kind of model saying, "Your mom don't live here. Pick up after yourself or something <laughs> like that." <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Who knows? You might see it soon. <laughs> So how easy or difficult was it for you to find what you needed for your business? I mean, you already, you described all the machines that you have here, but I assume you didn't start off with all of these machines? No, so um, we started outsourcing our our products and having other screen printers print our gear. Um, eventually, I was just like, yeah, I'll just get my own machine and I'll print from here and kind of... Um, cut down on costs not at the moment because I mean it's of course an investment it's gonna cost money but um, in the end it's gonna pay off um, 
but I mean how easy it was it's for anyone that wants to do it it's uh, available you just have to kind of do your research on the type of machinery that you're capable of doing uh, at your location if you're not uh, renting out a spot but uh, for a garage it's perfect it's like I said six colors um, I got my dryer I got my uh, burn unit I got everything I need here aside from I do want to you know start embroidery but I don't know if I could fit a machine in here but um <laughs> yeah I'm gonna expand it to the kitchen expand, yeah <laughs> well yeah I mean we have some knowledge of that I mean like I said I, I learned everything from uh from my dad's business and when he had his business it was just I was uh you know the kid catching t-shirts uh the kid watching the embroidery machine, the, you know, you trim, you, you go wash screens, you, you do all the, all the bottom of the, the barrel work, you know, um, but it was fun, it, it just, uh, I will forever be uh, grateful for that because it taught me a lot and it gave me the information I needed just to, if I want, you know, like I'm doing now to, to actually do it and, um, and keep doing it and keep growing it uh, because I know it could be done because it's been done before and I've seen it start from the ground up um, so that's all I, I pretty much needed was that information there but I mean for anyone else that wants to start their own business it's just uh, the information's out there you just you just have to look what about people who say because I've met people who started their business with other types, like they, they, they're using their digital art on selling it on other forms of things. But then they start moving to t-shirts and they're like, oh, I don't know, t-shirts is like a whole nother beast. It's like, what, well, what do you say about that? I mean, it is, but I mean, anything is, is, is a process. I mean, whether you put your, you know, whether you make a sticker, um, you need machines for that. Whether you put it on a mug, you need machines for that. Uh, so it really doesn't matter uh, where you put it on. I mean, it's going to be its own little beast. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's going to have its own little... It's going to have a process, of course. Of course, some processes are longer than others. Um, but it can, it can definitely go from A to Z. It's not a problem. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, setup involved with, uh, with silkscreen. And a lot of people don't realize that. And, they realize it when they inquire about it and they then you tell them that there's a setup fee and they realize that there's a setup fee and they don't understand why but it's you wash screens you you dry the screens you coat the screens with emulsion that's what allows the image to actually be put on the screen and after that you can put that that logo or that mark on a, on a garment mm -hmm. um, but I want to say about 70% of silk screen is it's either cleaning or, or setting up. Mm. Um, another 30% is the actual printing. Because mm. uh, once, you've, once you've set up and once you, you know, got the dryer ready and warmed up, then you're just, you're printing. That's mm -hmm. it. Uh, I think that's the easy part. Uh, the hard part is the, the setup part. And so you also offer a service, right? A so printing yes. service to other people. Yes. So you have your brand, Sigue Luchando, mm -hmm. and you print your own apparel, but you also offer... Can, can you talk about that? Yeah, I do offer a silkscreen service. Uh, for the moment, that's that's all I offer. 
um, but I, I do offer it. It's been about a year now since I've started the, the well, that other business, uh, RT Graphics. Um, but yeah, I'm currently printing for other businesses, other brands, um, companies, organizations, schools, uh, sports teams. So that's kind of branching off into its own, uh, into its own lane, uh, which is definitely keeping me a lot more busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just what I'm the the companies I'm printing for now is the companies that I portray on my brand, which is uh, construction companies. Uh, one of them is a CFY Construction, um, and it's just. It's allowing me to to help them, you know, look the part, and they're obviously playing the part of mm. of what they're doing in in their job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like it's even better for me because, like I said, what I portray on my brand or who I want to portray for all the hard work and um, and dedication, I get to actually provide the service that you know provide them their gear and at the same time. So. It's a double one for me. Hmm. So if anybody needs a silk printing service, how can they? How do they contact you? For right now, it's word of mouth. Hmm. Um, obviously, they can contact me. Well, they don't know that I provide it through my uh, Instagram for the Sigi Luchando, but yeah, it's uh, you could contact me through Instagram. It's at Sigi Luchando Clothing Co. Um, that's pretty much it. RT uh, email, RT the letter R the letter T underscore Gonzalez zero uh, nine at uh, yahoo.com. So you can email me as well. Um, but yeah, any social screen services that are needed, you can contact me through there. Uh, but for the most part, like I said, uh, it's just word of mouth. Before, yeah, I have a nine to five job, so it's kind of <laughs> tough to. So you have a full time job. And you have the Siga Luchando brand, and now you're doing printing. Yeah. Are you a robot? <laughs> no, I, I'm getting bags. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting bags under my eyes. Uh, a couple gray someone, hairs. A couple gray hairs said, in there. <laughs> I heard this woman at the mall say, um, she said, the only designer bags I own are the ones under my eyes. Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> Which yeah. ones are yours, Gucci? Yeah. Because <laughs> mine, mine are Fendi. They're Fendi? Or, oh, no, no. Let's say Louis Vuitton because, you know what, they're prime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take Gucci. I'll take Gucci. <laughs> but, yeah, sleep, um, sleep is, a, is a commodity. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a necessity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all have 24 hours, so. Yeah, no, with that, I definitely do agree. We all have 24 hours. And now I'd like to take a little break. 2019 has been an awesome year for me and my business and my podcast. I couldn't have quit my day job and I couldn't have been consistent with my podcast if it wasn't for all of you. So I really, really want to say thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your referrals. Thank you for hiring me. Thank you for joining my online courses. Thank you for listening to my podcast and thank you for trusting me with your business. I'd really appreciate it if you all could rate and review this podcast. The more reviews it gets, the more visible it will get on the podcast platforms. I really hope you all enjoy 
your end of the 2019 and I really really wish you many many blessings in 2020. So uh, what's your favorite technological tool that you use for your business? Uh, right now it's just Instagram. Um, mm. Instagram and Big Cartel, that's where we uh, have the online website. Um, I don't know, maybe you could show me uh, something that I can use or <laughs> something that'll help me uh, gain some followers. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram is basically, uh, I just put whatever I, I can on there and just whatever I can offer um, in regards to that, that's about it. Instagram is really good. I think that a lot of us don't really know how to use Instagram to its capacity. Um, I, last week I went, or no, a couple weeks ago, I went to um, this event called Boost with Facebook. Mm. And I learned how to use Facebook and Instagram. And they had classes that were, um, their workshops were beginner, intermediate, and advanced. I went to an advanced workshop and I was like, oh, okay, I'm learning something new, but it's kind of like I can't grasp all of the information because it's just like too much. So then I went to an intermediate <coughs> one and I was like, oh, okay, no, I know everything she said. Like maybe I just learned like one new thing. So I'm definitely realized that I'm an advanced Facebook and Instagram user. So yay. <laughs> nice, nice. But, pick your um, brain on that thing. But they offer a free um, online classes like it's called like Facebook blueprint and you can watch these videos and they're like five minutes or less and you're like learning little things which I think is great and basically Facebook and Instagram is set up to help businesses really that's really what it's set up to do now I mean I have a Facebook as well it's just whatever I post on Instagram I just have it yeah me on, too but to I learned like way other things like that everybody should be doing all the time but it's definitely a process like I'm trying to set it up now for myself and then I think in the future I will definitely offer some sort of like little like workshop or something to show like okay. what I did to help others you can sign me up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um do you have a business idol like, is there a business that you follow that you like that you want to be, and you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe one day I'll get to that, or like uh, to them. Or... Yeah, that's a that's an easy one. It's it's my dad's business or his old business. Um, oh, okay. He doesn't have it anymore. No longer. No, it's been about ten years. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, as I mentioned, I'm I've you know been in silk screening since I don't know elementary school, and I could. You know, I would always, uh, he started here from this garage as well, and that's why I know it could be done. Um, but I seen the the steps, um, the steps he took to basically get to where he was before he sold it. And it just, uh, it just shows me what hard work and dedication can do. Um, of course, you're not going to, overnight success, I do not believe in, so... I don't know how long I'll have this company for, but I definitely know that it's not going to happen in a few years. Um, like I said, he started from the garage and just moved locations um, and did what he had to do. Not only that, I mean, providing jobs for the community as well. And I think that's very important because, I mean, obviously shopping small is something that I, I strive on because I, I grew up in it. Um, and... 
they have it hard. I mean, small businesses, they get taxed a lot. Um, obviously, you got your overhead. And, I mean, you get your, you know, tax relief here and there, but it's nowhere where in the amount of the big corporations are getting. So, to me, small business is just the way to go. If, if you can, you know, buy a T-shirt or buy um, candles or doesn't matter the product just buying from someone someone small is I think is just the way to go um, of course you're gonna you know get your appliances and elsewhere from the big corporations but anything else that you could buy small from is, is you're you're providing jobs for the community and that to me goes a long way um, but the culture that that it starts I mean it's more like a family so I remember when he had his business it's you know, it starts off as two work, uh, two workers, and three, then four, then, you know, you have like 15, 15, 20 workers, and you see these people every day, and they just become, they become family, and whatever the job is that you guys, you know, you work hard, you work with each other to get the job done, and that's the culture that I strive for, um, and hopefully one day I'll get that back, and be able to provide jobs for the community and build that family, build that culture with uh, not only Siguru Chandler, but Artsy Graphics. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's... I could see it. <laughs> You're describing it. I could see it. A warehouse, lots of workers. Lots of workers just working hard, but at the same time, liking what they do and enjoying to be there. Oh. Um, maybe a storefront. It'd be cool if there was like a warehouse and then there's like a partition and then there's like a little area for a cafe and a shopping merchandise and you could chill and listen to music and drink coffee, maybe beer on tap and then everybody's wearing Sigue Luchando and then you're printing people. People could come and be like, hey, can you print me these shirts? And then they could wait in the cafe while you print. Maybe kind of like a Krispy Kreme, like you... Just stand and watch and oh, watch the silk cream. <laughs> you watch that with behind a, the, a window. The glaze being put on the donut. You see someone print your T-shirt and that's see cool. How the whole process. I like it. it. I like it. When is this shop opening? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay, people. He said it. Twenty twenty one. We're in December of twenty nineteen. He said twenty twenty one. So if you see him, ask him. Edit that that out. (laughs) No. (laughs) Actually, I'm not going to edit that. (laughs) Because the world needs it. Um, If you could have done something different, what would that have been? There's a lot of things I could have done different. Would I have chose to do it different? I don't think so, just because I think my failures, you know, led me to this situation where I'm currently at right now, and I actually know what I want to do and what I want to become. So, I mean, could I have done things differently and more successful? Yeah, but I don't think it would have helped me out as much as my failures did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't think I, I would have changed anything. Um, just keep things the way they are and you know take your L's as they say and um, just build on it and keep moving forward mm-hmm. yeah 
But yeah, because in the words of Big Sean, bounce back. Bounce back. <laughs> yeah, there's been plenty of times I, you know, I went left when I should have went right, but you're never gonna learn unless. I was like, oh, I should have gone the other way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> U-turn. Yep, my son was like, "What's a U-turn, mommy?" I'm like, oh. Chicano U-turn. <laughs> 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 So, can you share some advice for anyone with a culturally specific business or idea? Um, just kind of, I mean, network as much as you can. Uh, the beautiful thing about our culture is there's so many people doing it. Uh, there's so many people that are, are proud of their culture that want to get, that grew up the same way and want to portray their childhood or their beliefs uh onto other people which is which is totally fine it's just um it's a lot of competition which without competition you're never going to progress so that's it's not the problem it's just kind of working off each other to to better your product um because you're you're always going to get input and of course you're always going to have that pushback of what you want to portray and of course, you're always not going to agree with people, and that's totally fine as well. But just kind of being open-minded um, to what other people have to other people have to say, and uh, not incorporating er- incorporating everything, but just whatever you think is going to help your product um, or your service um, to better itself. But um, that's that's pretty much it. It's just and the the main thing is just to to start right? mm-hmm. cuz you're mm-hmm. never going to i guess they say like you're never going to be ready for what the business has to come so you got to put one foot forward and just start if it's just one t-shirt yep do one t-shirt um, yeah you learn through the pract- the practice of it the process of it like you learn by doing yeah um, you're going to have to learn the process. You're going to have to get better at the process. Of course, as you go along, you're just be prepared not to be profitable right away. Yeah. That's the biggest mindset that you have to uh, go in with and just know that, as I mentioned, it's not going to be overnight success. It's going to take, it's going to take years. Um, and if you're really serious, just know that it's going to take about at least five years. Yeah, and that's and that's that's what I'm seeing myself. I'm, you know, we're going on our third year for for C Luchando. I'm going on my second for uh, my printing company, and it's it's going slow, but it's going sure, mm-hmm. surely, slowly but surely. Uh, I'm staying busy uh, as long as I keep coming out with new gear, new products, uh, providing those services. I'm I'm totally fine with, uh, you know growing small because the foundation is going to be the key to your business mm-hmm. if you have a strong foundation you're most likely going to be very successful yeah it's definitely a mindset and it's also about planning too just really like understanding the timeline of things and that everything everything that comes from your business all the revenue that comes from your business put it back into the business of course of course and and you gotta be the best uh, yeah. money manager yeah. <laughs> that you can be, and that sometimes 
who can't even teach you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, like I said, like I have a degree in business. I have an international business degree. Um, but I learned how big corporations work. And I've taken that. And it's helped me with running a small business and helping other people run their small businesses. But it is really different. I did not experience any small business education <laughs> in my degree, you know, and I think I think that's wrong. Yeah. I think that when everybody who gets a business degree should get educated on small businesses too. Yeah, I agree. Um luckily I was, you know, I grew up in in a business so I could see where, you know, if you mess up a product, it's coming out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not uh, you're not gonna get a tax relief or you know a tax cut. You mess up a product, which I've done many a times. You're gonna pay for it. Mm-hmm. As well as that, you know, overhead. Um, if you have you know, x amount of employees, but you got no jobs, and unfortunately, you're gonna have to cut those hours. Mm-hmm. But it's just a little little small things that that you learn uh, within a small business that uh, can be very very helpful yeah so if you had no constraints would you start another business you already have two so (laughs) yeah um geez i think the beautiful thing about uh silk screen is that you can just keep growing with different products but under the same umbrella um as i mentioned earlier i did want to go into embroidery Mm. um Mm mm-hmm Start uh, start small, maybe with a small machine, maybe a one head, uh, and eventually work my, my way back up to only multiple 12-head um, machines. Um, but I mean, I just, for now, I definitely just want to grow my two businesses and see what, uh, what can flourish from them. And yeah, just grow from there. Um, you can do, you can do stickers, you can do, you know, toys you can do whatever you, you can do whatever you want you can just continue to grow your business it just depends if you want to invest in that machinery yeah whether whether like i said it's a sticker you can need any process that you or any any product that you put your brand on like i said it's going to be a process whether it's a mug a sticker uh, a hat you're going to have to either have the machinery available to you or you're going to have to outsource it So, but if you had no constraints and you had no full-time job and you had all the time in the world and you had all the money in the world, you would do embroidery and other things or or what would you do? I would like to be a sports agent. Oh, okay. See? Um, When I took uh, law was uh, one of my favorite um, subjects, Mm -hmm. uh, business law, Mm -hmm. Um, when I went to San Jose State. That was actually one of the best classes I, I excelled in, <laughs> was law. Um, yeah, well, when you're good at something, it's because you really, really love it, right? True, true. Um, but I think being a sports agent would be would be fun. Either that or a, yeah, stock stockbroker, oh. which I'm kind of in the avenue right now. But yeah, Oh, good. I, I'm not moving to New York anytime soon. Oh, yeah. 
Um, you don't have to go to New York anymore to no, but do I just that stuff. Imagining yeah. myself like in Wall Street, just you know, paper being thrown <laughs> everywhere, wearing Cielo Chando shirts, wearing Cielo Chando <laughs> shirts, and uh, you know, making trades and asking for you know, half a point here, quarter point there, and. <laughs> Yeah. What if there was a stock exchange for small businesses? That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, you definitely would have to... You definitely would be buying from small businesses a lot more if there was. That will be for sure. Let's make so, it happen. Because, yeah, you want that stock to go up, you're going you're gonna to shop small. Yep. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's change the world. Um, so... Where can people find you? You already said you have an online store online on Instagram. Store. And uh, then you sell sometimes at different events. Yeah, different events. Uh, usually local, uh, San Francisco. I've done some events in Stockton, uh, San Jose. Um, there's an event called Molcajete Dominguero. I usually attend um, every, other, every other few months. So you definitely um, check them out see when their next event is and maybe uh maybe i'll be there um yeah, maybe not <laughs> but it just depends it's just yeah with uh sometimes working saturdays it just puts a constraint but um i like doing events it's just i like seeing people's reactions i like seeing people like i said wear my wear my gear of course and just helping the word get out helping the phrase get out and if that t-shirt or if that hat you know gives them what they need to keep pushing and keep moving forward I'm happy with that I don't mm. need to be profitable hmm. but then you do need to be profitable so <laughs> of course we wouldn't be having this podcast if I was a little bit profitable and yeah we would not be here <laughs> well thank you so much for sharing your story your thoughts I also met your dad, the original Arturo Silk Screener. Yeah, yeah, the the, the mentor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, for doing this. I know we've been trying to have this podcast for months now. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> but thank just, you very much. Just goes to show how how busy we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, okay. So thank you so much, and everybody. Hope you all have a great. 20 end of 2019 and the next podcast episode will be in 2020 2020 let's get it thank you for listening to relate and elevate find me on instagram at giselle's world and on facebook at gm strategist make sure to visit my website giselmartin.com and please Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.